Welcome back to the Millennium Beat. On today's show, I have a good friend of mine, Katie and Donald Nally. They're from Port St. Lucie. But we went up to Fort Pierce to meet with um, a guy named Van Mason. Van, we spent some time at his house. We we're out on the porch, trucks going by, birds flying around. It was a very great interview. So sit back, and in about 60 seconds, we'll get right into the interview. But first, a brief word from our sponsor. I would like to thank McLeod Painting Group of Vero Beach, Florida for sponsoring this week's show. They specialize in interior and exterior painting. They are licensed and insured with over 45 years of experience, expanding over three generations. Give them a call at 772-501-0324 and tell them that Kevin James sent you. Again, that number is 772-501-0324. Thanks for sticking around. If you'd like to know more about how to become a sponsor, please email me at kevinjames at themillenniumbee.com and I will fill you in on how to become a sponsor. You can also go to our website at www.tmb2000.net or themillenniumbee.com. So let's get into uh, the message, but first let's have a, a brief 60 second intro. This is the Millennium Beat with your host, Kevin James. Thanks for joining us. It is an interesting day today. I am with Donald and Katie Nally and Van Mason. And we're down at Van Mason's house in Fort Pierce. It's a beautiful sunny day. You might hear an airplane going by or a bird chirping or something like that. Because we're sitting out on, they call this a porch or a lanai or something like Florida that. Florida room. Florida room. That's what it is. A Florida room. And that's where we are right now. So, guys, Donald and Katie, thank you for being with me. Van, thank you for being with us. Privilege. Good to be here. Nice to be here. Uh, this is going to be an interesting show. I've never done like this before. I mean, I've done with some Donald and Katie and couples. And so now that we have a third guest and we're actually using all four microphones that I have, we could actually call somebody in and call them in too. So, so Donald and Katie, I haven't been with you for at least a couple of years. Uh, last time I can remember being at your house. And uh, what's been going on for the last couple of years? Well... With the uh, pandemic that hit, we was we was in Africa when that kind of broke out, and so we had to come back to the states. And then we we really hadn't went anywhere, 
or did anything internationally. Mm -hmm. um, but we, we kept our home. We, we have a home church, home meeting. We kept that up and running. And, um, you know, just doing what the Lord wants us to do. But God opened the nations back up back in August. So we was able to go back to Costa Rica. Oh. And so we, we, we seen the Lord do some amazing things down there. Yeah, we did see some amazing things down there. There was a lady who asked for prayer for some tumors. <clears throat> and within about 10 minutes, she came back and said they were gone. Wow. Praise God. That Praise was God, pretty yeah. interesting. That sounds good. But Van, tell me a little bit about yourself. I've never met you until today. I met you at Wendy's. You bought me a nice little uh, chicken sandwich. I appreciate that. Uh, tell us a little bit about your story, where you're originally from, and why you're here now in Florida. Well, I grew up in Fort Lauderdale and um, been um, living in uh, Redding, California for 20 years. I redid the uh, Redding House of Prayer, and uh, I'm an old rock and roll hippie that got saved in the 70s at the Jesus Movement. And um, I wanted to read this verse just to get a little uh, perspective of, of who I am and what God has done in my heart. Psalm 144.9 in the Passion Translation. My God, I will sing you a brand new song. The harp inside my heart will make music to you. And that's my, that's my theme. Okay. Uh, moving God's heart. Um, and... We have a, um, I moved back to Florida nine months ago. Okay. And um, I met Don and Katie about three or four months ago. And Lucky you. Totally connected and uh, appreciate their heart for the Lord Jesus. And, um, but I came from, a, I used to play in all the nightclubs up and down the coast here years ago before Jesus was born. Now playing guitar, keyboard, bass? Uh, guitars, congas, and sang. Okay. And and I wrote a lot of music back. That was... Uh, I, never, I don't think I've ever met anybody playing, I mean... Oh, that's that's my um, uh, uh, percussionist is my three-year-old. My parents bought me a trap set because um. I was so hyper, I guess. <laughs> but... Uh, yeah. Anyway, um, so I've been in music all these years. Okay, and, uh, that's cool. I love music. I've been involved with music my, most yeah. of my life, too. Not yeah. singing-wise. I don't, I don't, other than yeah. choir. <laughs> and then we did the, um, well, I've been in ministry for 42 years now. Wow. And um, so I've, you know, just traveled all over America. I've been to some foreign countries, but right. I did a I did a house of prayer in an Islamic neighborhood in uh, Jerusalem three and a half years ago. We had three uprisings. It's it's a it's a war state when you go there. It's not like yeah. you get to go and see the Wailing Wall. Right. Uh, there's guns and and everything all around you all the time. So anyway, we uh, were in a, in an Islamic neighborhood. Uh, doing a house of prayer, a stealth house of prayer that hardly anybody knew about. Right. You had to come in and come out, and I'm hope I'm hoping it's all right if I say that now. <laughs> well, you didn't give a location, so yeah. I think but um, good, so. but anyway, we did that for uh, the summer, and um, um, 
I uh, met all kinds of young people that I knew from uh, uh, Redding's uh, Bethel Supernatural School of Ministry right. in Jerusalem. Oh, wow. And it was so cool just because they called me uh, uh, the Brother Van, you know. Uh, uh, okay. The Redding Dad. The Redding Dad. Now, I you might not have heard of him. I was to put out his name because he's a friend of mine because he has a school of worship in Jerusalem. His name is Roy Kindle. Huh. Well, I've heard the name. Yeah. Yeah, he has a school in Jerusalem. He's a funny, uh, he's a funny guy, but he's a friend of mine. I've been friends with him for years. Yeah. He used to be a worship leader of Central Assembly in Vero Beach. Oh yeah. And then he moved to Ron Cart. Uh, yeah. 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 Then, then he moved cool. to um, Jerusalem. But, but yeah, um, yeah, Jerusalem. I wanted to go. I mean, maybe one day I will go. Yeah. Well, I was uh, there on assignment. We had some very uh, strategic things the Lord had me do there, okay. that brought about an inheritance that had been in the Israeli Supreme Court for 26 years. And I mean, we had the IDF with guns, right. we had the Jerusalem police gunned. I mean, it was pretty intense yelling. And I mean, it was, it's just the way it is there right? at any, at any given moment. So, um, but anyway, um, one of the revelations the Lord's given me is on the key of David, Isaiah 22, 22, I will put on his shoulder the key of David and I will open doors that no man can shut and shut doors that no man can open. And a part of that revelation is it's a musical frequency okay. called the A444 tuning. So um, God gave King David nine different frequencies that all had a healing virtue to them as they had their 22,000 people around the uh, uh, Tabernacle of David 24-7. Right. So I learned how to tune instruments from all over that I didn't even play oh, wow. to some of these uh, frequencies. Actually, next Sunday I'm speaking in uh, Stewart okay. on these on these frequencies and the key of David. So wow. um, it's new to this area, right. but um, I've been tracking on it for about eight years. Okay. So... Um, so we haven't gone in my house. If you were in my house, you'd see my keyboards all set up okay. and four different guitars. Now, the house that you were right now that we're sitting at because you were moving some stuff with Donald and Katie. How long have you have had this house? Today. Today. <laughs> so this is... Uh, Seriously, today. Yeah. I'm, I'm walking well, in... The thing is, it's funny. When, I, when they said they were going to do it, we're going to do it at your house, I got... I hope he has a table because <laughs> a lot of times when you first move, it's like everything's in boxes and furniture might be not there. But it's when I seen this outside, I said, Hey, I mean, I know we got like, there's a motorcycle going. We heard a car that sounds like a train and we got a lake with alligators in it right uh, behind yeah, us. Well, they, I don't think they make a lot of noise. Yeah. Their, their, their bite is bigger than their bark. <laughs> 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 you know, it's, and, and one of the dreams I have is, is, is do this kind of stuff is pull up my coach open up the door, you all walk in, you sit down on the couch, you know, I have two couches across from each other, and we have this conversation. Yeah. What the Lord has led me to is, is telling people's story. Like, I'm meeting, I never would have met you if it wasn't from Donald and Sure. Kate. I met a woman, um, Sheila Hart, Art, Art Hart, <laughs> it's an interesting name. She's from Branson, Missouri, and I was out there doing uh, interviews in um, Louisiana, and my pastor's what said to hey you gotta talk to this girl she has a really interesting story and so we did and it was great she she did, gave her testimony she had cancer like 18 years old her face like face cancer and 
and uh, now she's in her 70s and and still going they they said she would have been dead in a year you know so but this is my point is the fact that it's it's great you know networking with people that i've never met and and, and um people will be able to hear your story around the world you know that's what that's my thing is encouraging the world one story at a time amen that's you great know? so it's, it's things like yourself it's i'm glad to meet people like you so i appreciate it yeah, yeah i had my 44th spiritual birthday oh, you wouldn't say 44 year old you're yeah, i said you look good for being 44. <laughs> january 2nd just a few days ago ah. Your 44 years ago, got Boulder. saved in Boulder, Colorado, which is yeah. a... Um, I see Mark and Mindy were there. Yeah, and but it's an international music uh, place. It's uh, a crossroads of America for all kinds of music. Oh, wow. So I was hitchhiking across America in the 70s. And I... That today. Yeah, and I, yeah, and I ended up in Boulder, and right in front of me was one of my uh, guitar players from Fort Lauderdale. Oh, wow. With his parents, who I've known forever. So I ended up staying there for five years, got wonderfully saved, uh, baptized in fire and the Holy Spirit. And, um, and, and then I moved back to Orlando. And, um, so again, I hear a little bit of story. I hear from your perspective and also from there. How did you guys really, how was your meeting? How did you guys meet? I met Van at the uh, Tuesday morning prayer meeting. Um, we've been. Um, and that's where? Where's that? Where the it's, in, it's in Fort Pierce. Um, a lot of pastors and, and get together in this area. From, right. I used to do that. I mean, I don't know about the um, thing, but. Fort yeah. Pierce has been doing it for years. Yeah. Um, the, 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 the pastors are because God's been doing something with the churches in Fort Pierce, bringing them together in unity. Right. And I, I met Van at, at that prayer meeting, and um, and I guess I don't. I'm not sure how. Then we started doing miracle on the waters. Doing miracle oh. on the water. Oh, really? Before then, it was because you were looking for a house and you wanted realtors who could believe in faith the way yes. you did for the right home. Amen. And this is the miracle home. This is the yeah. miracle home. This so, is the miracle so home. So let me, can I add a little bit to that? Because uh, um, I was literally moments away this morning from being homeless. Oh, wow. And, but the Lord told me, he says, he said, son, I told Moses when he got to the Red Sea to keep moving. Right. Otherwise, he wouldn't have gotten a miracle, and all the people that he was leading wouldn't have come across the Red Sea in a miraculous story. So I had no money. I'm a missionary. I had nothing, uh, so to speak. Right. So um, last night I got a, a call from the owners of this property and said, you're moving in tomorrow. So I called Don and Katie. They didn't even know I was moving in today. Uh, but the Lord told me, keep moving. Mm -hmm. Just like I said to Moses, keep moving. You're right on the precipice of the Red Sea parting. Your faith is active. Your muscle is being stretched. And I was being stretched. Oh, yeah. And um, so uh, here, here we are today in a, in, your miracle. in a miracle house. And it's it, the miracle of it is... Um, I had no resources for, I'm, I'm actually going to be the owner of this house as things work out, the miracle works out with no money oh, wow. and, uh, just calling in, 
the provision of God. Because uh, once you get past the um, Red Sea parting, you go into the land of Canaan, which is the land of destiny and promise. So that's what I'm walking out, that, that life message where uh, we're nationally and the treasure coast of Florida, we're walking out God's destiny and purpose for this area. And uh, it takes forerunners to come and go ahead and make a way for uh, the rest of the people. So um, definitely this area has something It always. I remember I used to come, I was thinking this driving because I drove by my old house. It's at the other Spanish lakes over on Indra Road. And I go, oh, yeah, I remember driving down here with my mother in her uh, truck that we had rented, a U-Haul and a car behind it. And, and it was in 1988. <laughs> and now it's 2023, you know, many years later. And and I, I lived in this area for over 25 years. And then I moved up to uh, Orlando uh, west, in between Orlando and, and and Daytona Beach, basically, it's easy the way to explain it. And I've been there for seven years, but starting at the end of this year, um, I'm buying a personal coach very shortly. So I'll be living in Vero, and I'll be living in still up there too. So I'll be communicating. But there's, I mean, I'm excited about it, the fact that as I have a lot of friends like Donald and Katie and other people, that a lot of things that are going on that I want to be part of. And and we're going to talk later after after the show about some of the things that God has given me this coach for that we uh, I can do. I mean, interviews is one of the things. Um, um, missions in the sense of going to communities, uh, communities that need food. We're going to load the bus up with food and water. And uh, I'm hooking up a sound system so we can do some evangelism. I hope to work, and I'll tell you this later anyway, is that uh, we work together and um, we've worked together Amen. once before. At, 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 where was that anyway? In the thrift shop, right? We did that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So he preaches and then I, I'm, I'm very prophetic and, you know, and I have words and, you know, and insights and stuff like that. So he, we came up, I came up later and did stuff. And I want to do some of that stuff again. Uh, I, I don't always call myself an evangelist. I always will accent people that are is I give them the platform. It's like I give Donald and Katie as evangelists a platform. And, and the amazing thing about this area is we've met so many people like me and my wife. We didn't move here because we were looking for a good place to come and live. Right. We came here to the Fort Pierce area because the Holy Spirit brought us here. Mm -hmm. we, we've actually got prophetic words way back in like 2008 saying that God was going to do something awesome in this area here and that, you know, a great revival was going to break out and it wasn't going to fizz out like what happened over in Lakeland with, with right. that, you know, that it wasn't going to be one of these types of things. It was going to be a whole community transformation. And that's what's been going on here. And it's like when we got to know Van, it was the same way. He um he didn't just move back here from Reading because he thought it was a good idea. He walked away from everything he had because God told him to come right. back to Port St. Lucie, Fort Pierce, because the Lord was doing something special here in this area. And right. and that's and and back to the prayer group where I met Van. We've been praying for like seven years. Men has been in this prayer gr group, this prayer meeting, and um. Actually, the day that uh, 
the day the Lord told um, Chaplain Thompson and Kenny Mills and a couple other ones to put it on their heart that we needed to start praying regularly because we were meeting for like luncheons and stuff right. like that and having fellowship. That day, uh, a pastor was coming to the meeting and he had ate his wife's wrong medication. Him and his wife had different heart medication. Right. One raised, one lower. One, yeah. one for high and one for low. And he accidentally took his wife's medication, and um, his heart was already slow. He took stuff to help speed his up, right. so his, his wife was to bring hers down. Right. And he ate hers, and he died outside in the parking lot, and we prayed over him, and God raised him from the dead. And that same day, um, our Pastor Kenny Mills was coming there to that luncheon to tell us, you know, that the Lord has put on his heart and Chap's heart. It, it was time for us to start praying. Well, God demonstrated himself that day and glorified himself that awesome things can happen when we just pray and believe God. Right. And I mean, this man was raised from the dead. So, yeah. so fast forward now, seven years later, we're moving into the eighth year plan, but, but this whole miracle on the water thing that we've been talking about, it was birthed out of prayer and like 60 some churches came together from Sebastian, Vero, Fort Pierce, uh, Port St. Lucie, Jupiter, West Palm wow. came together and, and, and converged on this area. And we did a whole one week event like Vama San, you know, with the worship and everything going from morning to night every day three services a day you know they had all kinds of different speakers speaking and everything and it was it was pretty awesome and you know and but that's how van came back here from reading because the holy spirit spoke and we've met so many other people also that's like god told us to move here because god's doing something awesome here and we've been seeing it it's not just with the bringing the churches together was a big thing because right. of all the division denominations but the other part of it was bringing um the, the economy back and businesses and everything yes. to this area public yes. schools public schools were not in great shape there was very little commercial business in the fort pierce area there was a violence gang yeah. trouble there well, was fort pierce, yeah hate to say it has always been classified as the armpit of florida mm -hmm. I mean, I lived in Florida. Not anymore. Not anymore. Amen. Not yeah. anymore. good. I lived here, as I said, from, two, uh, I moved here in 94, and I moved to Vero in 2001, I think. And then I lived in Vero from 2001 to 2016. But, I mean, but I was always drawn to Vero. Even when I lived in Fort Pierce, I did everything in Vero. I, I went to church in Vero. I worked in Vero. I, I I played in Vero in the sense, you know, like at the beach, mm -hmm. you know, uh, Fort Pierce, you know, I've done some things. And, and then we had a church in Fort Pierce and, and we went to that and we, we developed, you know, a relationship with the neighborhood and we, we adopted a neighborhood called Gate Beautiful. And, mm -hmm. and uh, but, you know, it's like I always tell people like I, uh, you know, prophetically, I was told like, oh, you're kicked out of Vero Beach. You know, <laughs> so I says, yeah. So I moved up to Delan or in Daltona and I ended up working for a guy named. Um, Charles Coker, Charlie Coker, you know, and uh, running his church, uh, media department, and stuff like that. And and uh, but I really feel like I'm still drawn to this area. I mean, I'm I believe it or not, I look at my stats of, of who listens or who like my Facebook friends are and stuff like that for the Millennium Beat. It's still very much Vero Beach, Four Pairs, Stewart, you know. 
still is is more than my um you know Daltona or Delan or Lake Helen Lake Helen it's it's more people are still listening down here so that's why so like when I get my sponsors for the show it's I get people around here because that's where people are listening to you know and and that's our goal I mean whether it's evangelists yeah. on on the on the beach or the, or the inlets or singing you know we all have what God has given us as a gift yeah. that we if we and we come together as one and what the word came to me when you were saying it was like with the churches coming together is we're getting back to the day when 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 the church was united they were all in one accord they were all in my car yep. <laughs> you know they they were all in one accord and 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 that's one of the biggest things i think the devil hates Mm-hmm. He doesn't like if we come from three different denominations or three different types of churches and we're sitting here praising God, worshiping God, whether it's through our mouth by talking or through our vo- vocals by singing or by playing an instrument, we're all praising God. The devil doesn't like that. He doesn't want us to come together in one accord because there's strength. I mean, what's that the old saying is uh, one string can be easily broken, but a, a strand of three is hard to be broken. Yeah. Ecclesiastes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, 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 so us together, whether it's pastors and, and stuff like that. And it's funny, like you talked about those pastors things. I remember there was a guy named Jim. Is it Jim Way? It's been so long. The guy, when I first moved to Florida, I got involved with him and he was a part of the pastors association. He wasn't a pastor. But I used to go to all the pastors' breakfasts and meetings and all that kind of stuff in Fort Pierce, even though I did everything in Vero Beach, you know. So it's so I've always been, and I've always been drawn to is a lot of my friends are pastors or missionaries or evangelists or prophets, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, I, I have normal people as friends, but it seems I, I normal. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> normal. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, you know, I, 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 I've been dealing with pastors for a long time. And even when I, ca- I came up with uh, my ministry that I had was uh, Amplifier Ministries, but it's put it, it was helping churches with their media needs and stuff like that is coming together. Didn't matter what denomination you were. If you needed something, I was there to help. Because a lot of times, it, it's just like business. It's like it's, there's no, there's separation. Oh, you go to John Doe's, Episcopal Church on that street, and I, you go to St. John's, or you go to Destiny and Christ Fellowship, or something like that. Nobody, we come together, but now we're bringing everybody together. Who cares? And the neat thing about it, Donald and Katie went to Destiny and Christ Fellowship, uh, which was on Oslo Road at the la- before it left, is uh, they go to another church now, or a home church. Yeah, we, we have our own home church now. The, the but we're Lord. still friends. That's my point. Yeah. Is the, who cares where you go? We're yep. still brothers and sisters of Christ. Amen. It doesn't matter what, you know, you're the church. We're the church. Yes. You know, we, we are not, um, you know, tied into a building. It's like, you know, I will, I have friends that have gone to the church that I do now is, is Identity Church in Deltona. And, um, I've had friends that leave and they go to another church because they're 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 led to leave. They're not left because they don't like the pastor or anything like that. They're they called somewhere else, and we're still friends. And I've I've done interviews. Actually, one of the guys is my Spanish host because I do a Spanish show, but I ha- I don't know a li- well I know uh, Plato, <laughs> oh Bonita, I know a couple words in Spanish, but I really don't know Spanish. But they they know it quite well. Copy Negro, por favor. Andales. Andales is is moving. Coffee. Coffee is coffee. Black coffee, please. 
quickly. Quickly, yes. It's yes. the key to the prayer movement. Oh, is it? Yeah. <laughs> See, my biggest word, I, the, I was in the buzzing business. I know. Sietete. See, sit down. I knew that. So, And, and I, I've got words, but I can never put my words together. But he can. And now he's from Puerto Rico, so he has the Puerto Rico Spanish version. Oh, yeah. Which sometimes he has difficult, because he translates some other Spanish, and it's a little different. I mean, if you went down to another Spanish-speaking country, he has a little di different. Uh, he, uh, we did a conference up in up in Deltona the, uh, a couple months ago, and we just aired, actually, he was talking about it in the last podcast, but it was months ago that we had it. And uh, one pastor was talking Spanish, talking Spanish, or Spanish, English, Spanish, English, that's what it was. And then he had another guy, and he was going, la, 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 la. It's like the, the translator had no time. And he says, you know, he has to learn how to uh, translate. You know, not him. It wasn't the translator's fault. It was the preacher. I mean, he just, like, he was preaching, like, to a Spanish crowd. And go, well, all the other English people can't understand you because you're going so fast. But, you know, I mean, you've done, Donald, you've gone to foreign. You have translators, people speak. Yeah. And, and with me, it's un poquito espanol. I speak very little Spanish. <laughs> but I, I've worked when a lot of times when I go to these different countries and it's the first time you're working with someone to translate with you, a lot of times some of them's nervous and it's like, right. don't be nervous. Let's just pray the, the anointing of the Holy spirit. We trust in the Lord. The Lord's going to make us one as we're ministering. Cause I I've been, I, we've been all over like central and South America, but not just that, you know, working a lot with Spanish translators and then also Pakistani, mm -hmm. and because they speak Urdu, it's a different language altogether. And then when we were over in Africa, we had to work, you know, with African translators. I just, I just roll with the Holy Spirit, you right. know, and it's it's it pretty is, cool. I've never had to speak, you know, where there's a translator, but it, it, I would say it would be more difficult because you got your train of thought that you're like I'm speaking. And then, you know, you got to pause enough to give that person a chance to say it into another language so that the people that you're talking to can understand it. Yeah. What good is it if you say it and no one's understanding it? And, and, and that was one of the things with Miracle in the Water. We had Pastor Uranus. Is that his name? Yes. U Uranus. Um, he came in because he's Spanish um, um, from Prince of Peace. Prince of Peace, I believe that's his church down off of uh, Oleander Avenue. But um, when they did, when when he ministered the night he ministered, they did it bilingual. Okay. Because you know Spanish people in this area coming out, but they did a bilingual service. They they were speaking English and translating Spanish, and it, it was it was really cool. It, it was really groovy because uh, I was thinking the same thing when I ministered in the daytime. I was thinking maybe I should have someone who can translate with me also. But um, it's just, it's the Lord, and, and we're talking about a transformation revival here going on that God's been doing over a number of years, and, it, and it's still moving. Right. And with this miracle in the water, we know there's going to be more. We're getting ready to have another meeting again on the planning committee of how we can do it differently or better this year. Right. And maybe so you're, you're planning on doing that on an annual basis, annual, maybe twice a year. Twice a year. I so don't you haven't know. set up any particular time yet. It's not going to be like March of every year. You're going to do one. No, no we, the Holy spirit gives the dates. He gave November of last year. Okay. But, um, the, um, 
Now, is there is there, is there a continuing website? So if somebody hears this and they want to know, keep yes. informed, how, where do they go? I believe it's miracleonthewater.com. Org. Yep, that's it. Is that what or it is? Or is it dot .com? Dot .org. Dot .org. So, the, so that will be updated all the time. And it's still yeah. current, and it has all the meetings that we did during that week. Oh, so they were, uh, what, they were videotaped? Yes. Oh, yes, very professionally done. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah, um, Alex from um, Oceans Unite. Oceans. Right. Because um, he, he did a Wednesday Night Service, but he had his video team come down, and they – they videoed most of the meetings. They they wasn't there the day that we spoke though. Someone did mine on a cell phone through Facebook Live, but but for cell the most part, if it's done, I I use believe it or not because I have a, like a twelve hundred dollars iPhone, so it takes really good pictures. Exactly. At my church, I we have an eighteen hundred dollars. I think it's a not a Sony. It's a Canon, and I like my iPhone better. And then I use the audio from the computer and with Final Cut, it just syncs right up and. Yeah. You know, it's uh, it's good. It's just I, I don't like to go from both cameras because the exposure is a little different and the color balance. And then the iPhone is is automatic, mm -hmm. so it will change if you move. The light balance will change, and so. But if you're just locked on one place, it's 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 great. It gives you shooting 4K compared to 1080p on on the camcorder. So you can do it even with a phone. I mean, years ago you think you have to have this you know thirty thousand dollar camera, not anymore. I mean, you that's can, right. You the, the video came up very well. Yeah. Of, of us. And, and I tell people, like, if you want to do video, like a lot of ministries and like, you know, because when I was doing Amplifier Ministries, you don't have to spend thousands and thousands of dollars. Especially today, most people have a nice $1,200 camera mm -hmm. on their phone. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just, um, you know, not limited to it. So, so, so they can go to that site. Miracleonthewater.org. Yes, I just pulled it up on my phone. And when you when you go on it, you'll see a, a, a cross. It'll say Miracle on the Water Top. It'll have like a fancy cross with a circle kind of around it with the Holy Spirit dove in it and Genesis 1, 2, 3. So okay. be sure they're on the right like side. Sure it is? Yes, just like my shirt. And, okay. and, and the Spirit of God moved upon the waters and God said, let there be light. Um, but, you know, back to... We know this was birthed out of prayer. Right. And after this prayer group had started, I guess a couple years later, there was something else God did here in this area called the prayer caravan. Hmm. How many cities can you go to anywhere in this country or anywhere in the world where you, you meet at a, a different church? They have it usually the last Friday right. of each month meet like nine in the evening at a, it'll be a designated different church each, each month. month. And, cool. um, but, and we drive around the Fort Pierce area and everything, St. Lucie, and we're praying in our cars. Okay. With a full police escort. Oh, wow. They do it like a funeral. They shut down traffic so we can drive. They pull up to the lights, shut down cars from coming through red lights so you can't break the line just right. like a funeral. Now, is this something that's currently going on? Or currently, going on? currently going, going on. on. It's been time. going on for about five years now. Yes. Wow. Like five years now, five, maybe six now, what's years. What's the thing about, again, what you're saying, uh, once uh, once every uh, month that you meet somewhere? It, 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 it's it's the last Friday of every month. And okay. and, and we'll, we'll get an email saying what church to meet at or wherever, you know, they decide. 
right. Was so, that published anywhere? So if I wanted up up in Deltona area, Orlando area, if I wanted to know where you guys are meeting this month, I could send you an email. You could send or, email. or a text oh. message and let you know. Yes, okay. yes. Because that's one of the things. Is um, when I get the Millennium buses, I, I plan on traveling a lot and doing a lot of speaking or a lot of you know, in, you know interviews and stuff like that. So I, I like to know because one of the things I think I believe God is doing and and it's also is miracles are going to be happening like crazy. Crazy. And I, that's why I'm getting ready to, I mean, I, my experience is uh, in the early 80s, a friend of mine in a band from Ohio called the Goads, which is a family band. Now, now they live in Orlando. And actually, I worked with the daughter uh, at the TV station. She was one of our hosts for one of our shows. But I wanted to learn how to drive a bus. So I said, well, my cousin, you know, my it was third cousin and stuff. He owned a bus company. So I said, hey, that's the best way to go. So I went to work for him. And I got I learned how to drive a school bus, learned how to drive a, a coach bus, an MCI, and um, MCI and a I don't know I can't remember what the other one was. I forget now. But I would learn how to drive, and I I thought that was you know for the drive for the goats. But as soon as I got my license and started driving, they decided to fly everywhere. <laughs> it was cheaper, and and because they used to do a lot of Amway conventions, and they used to have people like Dexter Yeager, which was one of the richest Amway distributors in the world. And uh, instead of paying them so much money to drive, it was easier for them to just fly them out there. And it was more convenient for the band because they fly out Friday morning, they do the convention, and they fly out Sunday afternoon. So my point was this, is I, was, I thought that was the, why I was learning. You know, it's a, but God had a different plan. Amen. I haven't driven a coach in, since 1994. But, um, so in, when I get mine, it would be the first time since 1994. But I was a natural, so it's, it's like riding a bike, you know. So. And you you mentioned something, and we didn't just pick the name Miracle in the Water because we thought it was a good catchphrase. Right. Um, the Holy Spirit actually picked that name. Oh, cool. and, and God said during that week, what he said to me was, this is the first phase of it was bringing the pastors together, right. getting the church in unity. And we did see a lot of miracles that week. You know, we had a woman come out of a wheelchair. We seen some people, um, deaf ears and uh, different things happening, all kinds of healings and stuff in the preaching of the gospel. But my friend from Pakistan called me up. Well, we, you know, keep connected through the Internet because we, we can't go over there right now because they have vaccine mandates and we're, we're not vaccinated and we don't plan on getting it unless the holy ghost specifically says i want you to get it so well, well, way people are dying right now it's like, exactly it'll be a while before i get one exactly we we have we have no plans in yeah. getting that but my my friend called from pakistan because we went over there in 2017 yeah. and he he told me um he, he, he says there's still testimonies coming in from everywhere we ministered, all the different churches, because we did like 10 different cities, two, sometimes three services a day. But there's still testimonies coming in and the miracles and everything happened. Well, on December 31st of this year, hallelujah. Yeah. He, <laughs> And that's the one of the that was the Holy Ghost speeding by. That's one of the disadvantages. <laughs> Supercharging us. But one of the things I like about my podcast is is very yeah. It's very friendly. It's I call them like roundtables. Yeah. It's like because it's not like you go into a studio and you know, you got you got, you're very professional. I mean, we could be in jeans and shorts or t-shirts, and it doesn't really matter. And like your question asked, are we video? No, I mean I I it's a lot. How look how easy it was for me to set this up. 
I yeah. Mean, here's your mic phones, plug it in, and we're good to go. We're camera equipment and all that kind of stuff and lighting and we're, you know, it's just... But my going back and, to your mirror. Yeah, and, and and so yeah, because you 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 said because that's what I see the Lord doing too. He's stirring more people up, right? You know, to to really believe on and take the limitations off, right? So my my our friend called us from over there. We all, he got a hold of us through through uh, you know the internet, different media platforms, and um, he said he had a vision on. December 30th and he said in the vision the Lord was telling him he always seen was take your miracle take your miracle take your miracle and then he started praying about it and saying Lord what are you saying what do you mean and God starts telling him we're going to see a greater level of miracles and everything and then the Lord showed him me and Katie and had him call us get a hold of us and um and so even though we can't physically get in over there mm -hmm. anymore right now, we're going to believe God's going to blow them doors right back open in Jesus' name. We take right. authority over that right now. Hallelujah. But he asked, they're, they're, he's like, because um, he goes to different places and ministers and a lot of them's out with gypsy people and, you know, because he's an evangelist. So he said he's doing them. Um, 46 services this year wow. with them you know it's like a, a regular weekly service so the lord showed him me and katie and and he wants us to to disciple okay. through using the internet and so we actually did our first service with them saturday morning you know wow. and so it's it's amazing it's amazing how you know we could it's easy to look out in the world and see all the craziness going on all the evil and everything drive down the road you can see it exactly yeah. and what we're seeing in the political realm and all that too holy spirit how you want me to say this and a lot of people can focus on that stuff, but we want to focus on what God's doing. Right. And so we're able to disciple nations without even going into that nation right now. Right. But what I'm going to say, what's happening when Jesus walked the earth and every time he went into a place and there was the demonic activity going on, what happened right they got flushed out into the open because of the glory of god that was on jesus because right. of the holy spirit because of the anointing because of you know the, the glory that covered him and it and it caused demons to manifest are you coming to judge us before our time oh my goodness you know the, the demons panicked right and I believe that's where we're at right now. The glory of God is being poured out all over the earth. And that's what we're focused on. That's and good. we're like, well, here we are, good. Lord, do with us what we will. Right. Because we we're will. called to be light in the darkness, not hide from it. Right. And the light of Christ that's in us, every one of us as believers, like you were saying earlier in Van about the unity and about the church, because we are the church. It's not those buildings that we meet in. Right. The people, we're the lively stone. Yeah. And everywhere we go, whether it just be out to eat at Wendy's or something like we just did a while ago, we're to be light to someone somehow, some way, just being in tune with the Holy Spirit. So, Well, the Lord just said is that you might be the only Jesus that person ever sees. Yeah. You know, you, we got to be that way, you know, and 
Well, I know we have difficult times in life. Things were bothering us or whatever. You know, just got to remember, though, that that person is like they might not know yeah. Christ in your, your image. I know we could go forever. I mean, we have we've been going for about 40 minutes so far. And uh, but I know that you have fan. You have some stuff that you have to do because it's a move, you know, moving day. And then we can wrap up. Um, I like to I like to call it Miracle Day. Miracle Amen. Okay, See, so does that word again? Day. Miracle. Miracle Day. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to let, let you guys uh, give some last thoughts. We'll start with Dan and we'll work our way, and then I'll close. Um, what would you like to say to somebody that might be listening? Because um, I have a feeling before you answer that question, I have a feeling that, um, I'm going to give you my card and we're going to connect. And um, we might, we'll do this on a personal basis. Just the two of us. You can tell where you, basic how you grew up, things that God, you've seen God do, and stuff like that. I would love to hear more of your story. I know today was just a little bit of a, a teaser. Uh, Amen. Because we have a, like a little bit of a roundtable. So, how would you like um, people that are listening to know what they need to know about Van a little bit in, in closing? Well, the most beautiful thing that the human experience can encounter is a personal, intimate worship experience where you actually interact your heart with his heart. And uh, most people are in depression today because they haven't engaged simply their childlike heart with God's heart through worship and thanksgiving and praise because praise is the breakthrough so most people in america in the churches today it's rampant that uh depression is uh it just overcomes people there's fear like crazy oh yeah when the pandemic pandemic it has been accented well see but see that was a divine moment a dis a a uh, a moment where god said okay this is going to happen in the earth and I'm going to allow my church an opportunity to press into my heart. Right. Uh, and most people got busy watching videos and TV and uh, and did nothing. Right. I, and that's that's hard yeah. for his heart. But what I did was I moved God's heart in my home through uh, singing and worship and um very simply just having a beautiful experience with the father every day so that's what i want to impart to people the desire that he's placed in us that that's what we were made for right Uh, we are the temple of god and we were simply made to honor and worship and uh, live a life of faith and uh it makes uh, life real easy. It's kind of like breathing. You know, you don't have to ask for breath, but it right. comes. But you better be thankful that the next one's coming. Right. And that's what worship does. Right. It, it actually uh, engages your heart with a, in a very personal, deep relationship that no religion could ever satisfy. And so that's what I do. Cool. And uh, so... And you're sticking to it. So that's good. And, yes. Yeah. Would you like, what's your closing thoughts there, guys? Maybe he should sing us a song. <laughs> well, I will. <laughs> this is a day. This is a time for the great awakening. This is a day. This is a time for the third great awakening.
Amen. That's a prophetic song that the Lord jumped on me when I was living in Reading. I had no agenda, and he just came down, and, and I said, oh, I can write a song. He goes, this is a decree, right. and that's what I want you to keep it as a decree. So I've been decreeing that all over the Central Coast. And, and the treasure. world through our, the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Cool. and it's just the third great awakening we are right. currently in. Yeah. And, yes. yeah. So going back to you guys, Katie. No. <clears throat> just to go on from him, that just think that the simple, simple thing is that people just – don't always understand that God truly loves every person. Right. He's He's not a hard taskmaster. He's a loving father, and um, there's nothing to be afraid of, unless you unless you're uh, determined to defy him. Right. But I don't know. He knowing him is so wonderful. Right. And um. Yeah, I keep hearing and that relationship. It's not about rules. It is not about rules. It's about just like a child relates to their parents. That's all it's like. Well, they always say Christianity is not a religion. It's a relationship. Yep. It's We are the only religion that has a relationship with the creator of the universe. Mm -hmm. You know, like like you're one-on-one, -on -one, you know, like hey, he's my papa, you know. I mean, he's my dad. He's... Mm -hmm. You know, it's just, um, it's so different because every other religion who has a God, you know, small g, they're all dead in the grave. Our God is living. I was to say living and breathing, but I don't, I don't know, I, you know, I don't know what's exactly happening. I don't think you have to breathe in heaven, <laughs> but uh, he's at least living. We know that for sure. You know, so Donald, what would you like to say Amen. to people closing up here? I, I just say, you know, to go off what Van and Katie said. And because I always, you know, I, I'm, I'm a very thankful person for what the Lord's done in my own life from coming where I come from. And I just want to encourage everybody, just have an attitude of gratitude and just thank God in everything. Thank right. him in the small things, in the big things. Thank him in the trials, you know, everything. Just Being a Christian, everything's not always easy for us, you know, because right. a lot of people think, well, if I come to Christ, it's going to just be cotton candy and floating on the clouds. No, we still go through things things, trials and tests and, and tribulation, so to speak. You know, we still have issues and problems like everyone else, but the difference is the Lord is with us in it. Mm -hmm. And so, and I just learned to have a gratitude of attitude, thanking the Lord. I wake up in the morning and, and I just encourage people, me and my wife, we wake up and I kind of like, you know, Lord, this is the day that you have made. We're going to rejoice. We're going to be glad in it. We're expecting great things to happen today. We're expecting miracles to happen today. And it's a beautiful day and it's a beautiful way. Yay. Yay. And that's what we do. We're kind of like little children. So you have a, not a yeah. bottle, but you have a rules without relationship equals rebellion. Amen. Yes. Amen. So definitely, uh, if you're listening to this podcast, it was meant for you to listen to because originally when I said to Donald and Katie, I was planning on staying at his house overnight and they were busy, so they couldn't do that. And, and then he kept texting me back and forth. And I said, well, forget it. You know, it's like we both have busy lives. You know, we're not doing things. I mean, he's doing things. I'm doing down things for my birthday down here. And very we're realtors, too. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and they've got 8 million things going on. And I, I was just, I, I said mentally, I said, you know, I'm just, uh, 
I'm just going to, you know, we'll do it in another time. Timing. Timing is a big thing. But then he, he, Donald called me back and then he said, you know, like, hey, Van would be great. He would be good to do a show with. And can we do that? And um, I said, okay, I'm going to be in my office for a little while in Deltona. And then I'm going to leave. And around one o'clock, um, I'll be here. You know, what again, I wasn't, I was going to say, whatever, next time. So basically my point was this, is, is God's timing. It, it was meant to meet, meet you. It was meant to have our conversation. I do everything prophetically, and I, it's even how I do my shows is prophetically. I don't, I'm not one that has notes. Okay, we're going to do this. We have all these questions. I let the Holy Spirit lead me and try to keep it flowing. I'm, I'm like the captain of the ship. I keep it flowing, and I could tell like, like when you had something to say, I knew that I, I'm watching your expressions and, and stuff like that, and I try to keep the show on a positive note, which these are easy to do, and and and, and have a purpose, and that purpose is so. Uh, Donald, Katie, thank you for uh, meeting with me. You're welcome. And nice thank you very here. much for opening up your uh, your Florida room, your porch, your Amen. whatever else names you want. Miracle House. Yeah, miracle, miracle House. Yes. And see, that's thank the you. key word for yes. today, because you said prophetically. When you said miracle, it's like it triggered, triggered. something. Yeah. It triggered. Yeah. And that's how I, it's funny because I never have a clue what I'm going to name these shows. You know, um, uh, I would say something to do with miracles yes, I think would so be too. good. Yeah. Um, um, you know, it was definitely, it, but I, I'll be listening back because I'll edit it and I'll, I, I listen to these things three or four times before I even air them. And because um, these things, I'm already booked until March. So this one probably won't even air until I'm like in April. You know, and this is mid-January right now. But as I listen to it, and then the Lord will give me it. And then sometimes he'll give me, it's like a preacher. You ever say hear a preacher? We'll say, I get this message for you. And then this morning, God decided to change it. Mm-hmm. You know, so there are times that he'll give me, uh, you know, a, miracle, a name with something with miracle. And then I'm listening to it again. I go, yeah. Especially I got to write it down because I'll forget it. It's like prophetic. I'll give a word and then someone will ask me, well, what was that prophetic word? I go, I don't know. I gave it to you. <laughs> gave it, you know, right. I took it from me and I gave it to you, you know, right on. so, so a lot of times I'll, I'll be, I'll say, okay, that's a great title for that. Cause I have no clue. Well, you know, in reality, Kevin, uh, the word miracle should be on our lips every moment because of his goodness. Right. Amen. Look at what is, look at what people without Christ right. go through every day. And the miracle is we have him. He will never leave us, never forsake us. And he deeply loves us passionately. And is willing to forgive anything. Especially for Katie. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What I think is a prayer for people that are listening that they will experience, because people say love. You know, they're used to a natural human love. And yeah, I understand the reality of a. We're talking miracle love here. Miracle Amen. Love. Yeah. That's a good title right there, I think. Miracle and, and, love. And, and we're not religious people, you know, Van. Tell us about where Santa Claus is in the Bible. Oh, yeah. You know, we just finished the Christmas season. Right. And a lot of people have studied their Bibles for years, but they just really haven't gotten this very important revelation. In Zechariah 2 6, Kevin. It proves that Santa Claus is in the Bible. Ho, ho, flee from the land of the north. <laughs> so that's, that's our, dumb. yeah, thank you very much. You can only say that at one time of the year. And- one time of the year, yeah. So anybody listening, this is in January, so we just had Christmas. But but again, I, I like my audience. God thank, has a sense of humor. Thank so them for we. listening. Amen. Donald, Katie, and Van, thank you for having me again. Um, 
So everybody else, you've been listening to the Millennium Beat with your host, Kevin James. I'm glad that you're here. Stay tuned next week for some more interesting interviews and podcasts. So take care. God bless. This has been a Millennium Beat production. Views and opinions of the guest aren't not always the views and opinions of the Millennium Beat. I want to introduce you to a new program we are starting in 2023. It is a program where people can contribute, sponsor, or become a super sponsor to help support what we do at the Millennium Beat. We are also developing a partner program to help reach our goals of reaching people. More information will be on our website where you can fill out a form to become a sponsor or partner and make payments directly to us from our website.